0: Just fantasy, baseball, Colby Olsen, Clay Snowden, the best duo in the fantasy baseball game, what's up? hey colby's fired up today i am wearing this shirt
1: that i swear is not as blue as it looks this looks like the marlins old school blue almost with how bright this is it has something to do with this camera i i'm a little bit you know weary about wearing this again on camera now
0: yeah are you wearing sandals too that looks like a shirt you'd wear with with some six
1: jimmy buffett concert or something Like no
0: it is it looks like you're going to margaritaville
1: (laughs) i wish man And, like, Uh,
0: some really ugly plaid shorts, too, to go with it. Like, nothing makes sense about that outfit underneath. Like, you, we see the shirt, but then below, I think there's some some fun going on. I'm wearing jeans. I'm at my job just drinking it up. I do have
1: some news and notes for the people to go over. Let's do it, man. Okay. Try to do this in two minutes or less. A lot to get through today. Trevor May. Starting to pick up some saves for the Oakland Athletics, who have won a lot recently. Could be an option to pick up for short term if you're in desperate, dire need of saves. I think he gets moved at the deadline. It will not be a closer. So if you want to tap into the Trevor May saves, do it now. Alec Bones back in Philly after being injured for a while. Pete Alonzo's out. Vientos starting to get some playing time finally. Forcing Buck's hand to actually play him for a change. Joey Votto on his rehab assignment, not looking good. Luis Matos, um, he just got called up from the Giants, was killing it in the minors. Liam Hendricks injured, terrible news. Looks like it could be a while for him. Vinny P, our guy Vinny P out for the year. Um, Jordana Alvarez is going to miss up to six weeks. That's huge for that Houston lineup. Um, Carlos Rendon starting rehab assignments. Nick Lodolo out until August. McCullers out for the year. Jose Quintana starting a rehab start. Tarek Skubal should be back soon. Pick him up. We've talked about that. And Matt Manning starting a
0: rehab assignment. Colby, what do you think of those news and notes? Can I say the a blazing hot take to start today's episode? that's hot. we Blazing hot. We were going to talk about this player anyway later. Jordan Walker is just Mark Vientos with better PR. And here's the reason why. You go to hard hit rate, 59% for Vientos. You go to Jordan Walker, since he got called back up, 62% hard hit rate, max exit velocity for Vientos, 115. Jordan Walker can get it up to 115. And guess what? They both have a problem with hitting too many ground balls. Jordan Walker, since getting called back up, has a 58% ground ball rate. Vientos is sitting at a 53% ground ball rate. But guess what? They both can barrel the ball, but Vientos has a 15% barrel rate. And yeah, he looks really bad right now. He has a 178 average. But guess what, Clay? A 353 expected Woba. So the batted balls he's putting into play are actually really good. But no way a 226 uh, Babbitt for Vientos is sustainable. So, yeah, I say buy Vientos. And I like what Jordan Walker is doing right now, too. But seriously, Vientos is basically doing what Jordan Walker is doing, but getting some some unlucky stuff.
1: How how many events, batted ball events, does Vientos have for these? Uh,
0: 32 events. Okay. I was just curious. And Walker's probably right around there, too. But that's a crazy take, probably. But I don't think so. Like, I, I think they're closer than you think. Interesting. Interesting.
1: All right. Yuri Perez. So I, I last night I'm watching a start and I have him on my team and I think, okay, I'm going to sell high right now on him. And I try to talk to this person about a trade and he tells me Perez could be going down. And I did not see that news like earlier in the day or the day before So I look like a scumbag trying to sell the guy who could be going down. But in reality, I just did not know that. Do you think Perez, who is, here's my thing, I get it. He's super young. They have the inning restriction on him. It is so hard, and I want to take emotion out of it if I can. But If I'm a Marlins fan and our best-performing pitcher gets sent down when he's playing this well in a race that they could actually be competitive this year, like man, that just sucks, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it sucks. But this is where being the general manager or decision maker for a team is different than being a fan of a team, right? You have to have the interest of the long term success of a franchise on your mind and not just, oh, we well, beat up some crappy teams and we we have a winning record. So let's run our 20 year old phenom into the ground for really no reason. Like that at the end of the day, if they run him into the ground and yeah, maybe they make a wild card spot, but like at what gain? For him to, to throw 130, 140, 150 innings when he's not ready to do that. I don't think you I don't think you're in a position where you can put your best prospect in harm's way just to like stay in a wild card race.
1: So what do you do as an owner? If you have your repress? do you just write it out? Do you? drop him when he gets sent down like what do you suggest yeah
0: i would say let's follow the news here i mean he pitched amazing last night two hits one walk six strikeouts over six innings just a masterful the best start from yuri yet um and really showed that that he is you know the best pitching prospect in baseball right now um but i guess you just follow the news like if he gets sent down and and they announce that he's probably going to be sent down until august like Yeah, I think you got to drop him, man. You can't just like because you're not going to be able to stick him on your IL. He's just going to be in the minors. So yeah, I mean, I think you you're in a position where you know you just ride it out for now. But yeah, we did not mention exactly what we'd be focusing on today. I'm just now. I have one other piece of news, though. Okay. Um, actually I do want to talk about Jordan Walker briefly again. I know we're going to talk about him a little bit later, but I we're, we're going to talk about it. Cause I gotta, I gotta elaborate on that. I went too heavy on Vientos Walker too quickly, but we'll talk about it. Um, Julio Urias is making a rehab, uh, start soon. <laughs> he's throwing live bullpens this week. Um, I think he's actually a really good buy low candidate right now coming off the IL. Um, but I dug deep, and I was like, mentally, I I, I was like, oh, I think Julio Reyes is one of those guys that usually just comes, up, comes along late in the season. Dude, his numbers from first half to second half are insane for his career. For his career, he has a 3.58 first half ERA, a 3.98 first half FIP. In the second half, he has a 2.02 second half ERA and a 3.01 second half fit. Like, he turns into a different pitcher in the second half. So him coming off of – and it's not like he's coming off of an arm injury. He's coming off of a a hamstring injury. Um, I say buy him. Why not? Like, he wasn't pitching that well before he went down with injury. He's been on the shelf. Like, somebody's probably itching to get rid of Julio Urias. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like that. I have them on my team, so I'm not going to be trading them. But today we're going to be talking about players trending up and trending down. And it's it's really a who's getting picked up most in ESPN leagues and who's getting dropped the most in ESPN leagues. Now, I left out players who are getting picked up that are owned in 60% of leagues because we're not going to talk about them. They're already owned. Like, no need to talk about them. Left off some players who I think are just being picked up for streamers or whatnot. So these are... It's five players that are getting dropped the most, five players that are getting picked up the most picked by me, more or less. So you do, do you want to do trending up first, the players that are getting picked up?
0: Yeah, let's talk about fun things.
1: All right, let's talk about the first one. Brian De La Cruz, outfielder Miami Marlins. The last month, he has batted 270, 342, 470 with five home
0: runs. He's had a tough week. Are you buying it? I buy it, man. Yeah, if you if you go even further than that, since May first, he has he's hitting two ninety seven, a twenty two percent strikeout rate, and I think the biggest tell for him being, the biggest tell for this being real is that he has a twenty eight percent line drive rate. Like if you're hitting that many line drives, good things are going to happen. Um, And his swing is. he has a good two strike approach. I know he's been striking out a ton over the last week or so, but that just happens to guys. Um, I wouldn't read too much into that. But yeah, I'm buying it, man. He He's uh, he's been producing all year. Do
1: you know who has a line drive rate of. 23 percent and is not playing particularly well. All of his stats look good. It's Spencer Torkelson. Who did have two home runs recently? Wrote about him, so he's on top of my mind right now.
0: Can you talk about that? Like, can you give the? I actually, this is perfect. I want you to talk about Spencer Torkelson. Talk about your article a little bit and like tell us what's going on there. So I decided
1: I'm going to write about Spencer Torkelson and why his power numbers on Savant. You know, everyone's talking about he hits the ball hard. Like, why is it not translating? This is a guy with a 23% drive line, percent or line drive percentage. And he's only hitting ground balls at 32%. Like, why doesn't it translate into more power? And I thought it would take, like, two hours. I spent, like, six and a half hours writing this because I watched every single batted ball from him this year to try to pick up something. It pretty much boiled down to he's not lifting the ball enough. 15% launch angle looks, you know, pretty good. But that average is so strange how it kind of came out. And the best balls that he hits are at, like, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 degree launch angles. And I used a calculator that Savant has where you can drag 100 miles per hour, exit VLO, 15 degree launch angle. Well, and the home run percentage is like, you know, zero or two or something. And then you bump it up two degree launch angle more to like 17 or even up to 18. And it's incredible how much more home run expected home runs are if you just change the launch angle by a degree to three degrees um so there's a couple things there was launch angle potentially some top spin off the on the ball like that was something that i looked into and saw in some of the batted balls that i watched and RM Ar- also was talking about that with me um so an interesting player past two days two home runs both 25 to 30 degree launch angles i believe or 23 or something like that so um. Obviously, he read my article. That's what I was gonna been, say. You think he read yeah. it? He read the article. It's very, very obvious. He said, "Man, that Clay guy is pretty smart." I'm i I'm gonna start lifting the ball a little bit more. Just,
0: just like he said. Can I be real with you, though? I know you're joking, and he probably didn't read it. I'm not There's saying no that, one. but I think you would be surprised sometimes how many, like, how these team these teams do read. Things are being put out by Fangraphs by like intelligent people in the world. Like they're they're looking at things sometimes.
1: I would be embarrassed if you read my article, but let's move on. Let's move on. Brian De La Cruz. I like him. I've always liked him as a player. I don't think he's like somebody who I'm like picking up in a 10 man and dropping a player that's maybe more proven. I do like him. And if you need an outfielder, I think it's a good spot. I'm just not like rushing to get him. Next guy, Mauricio Dubon. Off the top of your head, without looking, what do you think Maur- Mauricio Dubon's, Um, I guess this was, I think it was B-War. I don't remember if it was fan graphs or baseball reference I looked at, but guess what his war is this year?
0: Uh, Well, I was just looking at his player page. So I, I believe his F-War was like 1.5 because his defense is just so sick. He's 1.8.
1: It's crazy. So I guess it was B-War, yeah. I just found that interesting. He's slashing 296, 322, 322 with three home runs, five stolen bases. Bat to ball guy. I think people are picking him up because more or less, like you can play him at several positions. And second base is a position that a lot of people need. I don't like him as a fantasy player. I think he's he's done well enough this year to like kind of add some stats to if you search by, you know,
0: points league, most points like. I just
1: don't love him as a fantasy player.
0: Yeah, it's basically just if you want average, then Dubon works great for you because he he pretty much provides close to a 300 average with nothing beyond that. He's not stealing a ton. He's not driving in a ton of runs. He doesn't really do much outside of average, which sometimes can be helpful. Like if you're in a thin league and especially at a, a thin position like that, you have some injuries, like great plug and play guy, I think. Um, Clay, you know who drafted Mauricio Dubon? He's been around the block. Um, I know he was with the Giants. Who drafted him, though? Was it the Yankees? It was the Boston Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox. They okay. him to the, to the Brewers. Then he went to the Giants. Now he's with, with Houston. But, yeah, it's pretty insane following him since he was like a 19, 18, 19-year-old 19 prospect. Yeah. Like now, you know, 10 years later, he, he's providing some value to the Astros. But um, shall we move on? Yeah. Do you want to introduce the next Yankees pitcher? Not really. Uh, no, I No, I don't. I really, frankly, don't even want to talk about this guy. Uh, Domingo Herman is third on this list for most picked up recently. And it's not surprising because in his last seven starts, he has a 2.21 ERA and, and for the most part has been good, but you know, Clay, I don't like the guy like beyond the domestic violence stuff. He's doing, he he had the, all the stuff with the rosin this year. Um, and frankly, he's just not a good pitcher. Although he has a 2.21 ERA over his last seven starts, he's a 3.74 FIP. And in and in ugh, excuse me, in his last two starts, um, he was amazing against the Red Sox and the Dodgers. Um, a 100% left on base percentage. Not one batter that he let on base scored. And the only runs he gave up were two solo home runs.
1: Not That's sustainable. One.
0: That's not sustainable. So, I mean, my advice to any people that picked up Domingo Herman would be continue to ride, continue to ride the hot streak. But there is a blow up start at the end of this rainbow. Yeah, he's a guy I I always classify as like streamer. You
1: know, if he's playing a good matchup, like I may take that, but not a player that I'm going to be Yankees. On. So he picks up wins. But yeah, I'm just not going to like bank on him for like, I want him on my roster long-term. Now, the next guy might fit that description. We've talked about him. I'm going to give you the floor. Jordan Walker, just to read his stats off real quick, since being recalled, 326, 396, 512, two home runs, six Ks, four walks, and 43 at-bats. Tell us what you think of Jordan Walker, who many, many confuse with Mark Vientos.
0: Yeah, uh, this is where Colby starts to backstroke a little, but um no, I, I love Vientos. The problem the 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 big distinguisher between Mark Vientos and Jordan Walker is that strikeout rate. Vientos is striking out 30% of the time. Jordan Walker is striking out since coming back off, uh, or since being recalled. He's striking out 12% of the time. And that is a huge indicator for for further furthered success for Jordan Walker beyond his 62% hard hit rate, which is just ridiculous um yes he's hitting those balls into the ground i wish he would hit more line drives and fly balls because there is so much power below the surface for jordan walker but you can't really hate on a guy striking out 12 percent of the time and hitting 326 with a 343 babbit like that actually looks fairly sustainable like on the surface that looks sustainable which is Insane. So if you held Jordan Walker, congrats. If you picked up Jordan Walker um, while he was in the minors and just said, all right, I'm going to wait for him to come back up. Congrats. And if he's still on your waiver wire, go run and pick him up.
1: Last guy. Give you the floor again. James Paxton. Dog. James
0: Paxton is a a dog. (laughs) He is man. Like, and I, I was so fired up for him returning. And I told you, I'm like, He's going to pitch well in the first game. He did pitch well in the second game. I was like, all right, here we go. Then he gets blown up by the angels in his third start. He went three innings, five earned, three walks, two home runs against. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, here's James Paxton. And guess what he does? The next three outings, he goes 1.5 ERA, 1.16 FIP, 25 Ks, four walks, doesn't give up any home runs, and he faced the Cincinnati Reds, the Cleveland Guardians, and the Colorado Rockies. All three of those teams suck against left-handed pitchers. So while I'm super glad that he dominated those teams, I still need to see him pitch against some better teams. Um, But absolutely go have him on your fantasy team right now. He looks like an ace, like legitimately looks like an ace. He's throwing his changeup again. That's getting whiffs. The curveball is nasty. The fastball is performing well. Faces the Yankees this weekend, and I – if – I mean, pick him up and stream him for that game, keep on your roster. Like, Paxson is really locked in right now.
1: Yeah, I do think it's worth it, and I was kind of out on him a few weeks ago, kind of more or less just saying, man, I haven't seen anything from him in years. He's been injured. Like, I just don't know, but he's proved it. He's proved it. So we're going to go to trending down. I'll start with the first one. Hold on, hold on a second.
0: We gotta talk about so rare. Oh my we gosh! We forgot yes. Clay,
1: my team. Yeah, how's it doing? Well, I texted you the exact place. I um, so week one of my team did not go as planned. I think I came in nine hundred and eighteen out of two thousand and nine two thousand one
0: hundred nineteen. So the top half, right? And we'll I say did it's pretty a, random week to week. Like I've had a couple weeks where I finished like top 100, pretty crazy. But it is random. It just depends.
1: I got a Garrett Cole card. Nice, an award. So
0: um good for me, I guess. But yeah, it's over, absolutely it's fun, man. Yeah, I've
1: updated it, my team and everything.
0: Yeah, right now I'm I'm holding out hope that um who do I have going tonight? I have somebody going tonight. Uh, not Strider. Otani. I have Otani going tonight in one of my teams, so he's kind of my last hope to, to make a push for like the top 30th percent, Uh, so I should get a good reward out of that. But guys, if you haven't, go check out SoRar, download the app. You can do it on your desktop as well. Draft your team. Join our league. You collect uh NFT cards that you can then play in fantasy matchups, Um, and, and you can play in our league and win cool rewards. So definitely go check it out. Um, I, like, I... This is this is real talk. I almost enjoy I'm starting to enjoy so rare fantasy, like more than my like actual fantasy teams. Like it's <laughs> it's genuinely fun and it's almost a little bit more casual, too. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but let's move on. Guys that are trending down, let's Trending chat. down.
1: I'll start off. For those of you who don't know, I'm 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 starting to dip into the Detroit Tigers as well, which is probably why you hear me talking about them a little bit more. It's just because I'm more tuned into them. So I want to talk about Alex Lang. He's been dropped in a bunch of leagues recently, and I can kind of see why I guess, but I would say hold him, hold on to him. He has 10 saves this year, a 3.29 ERA. He was dropped because he had back-to-back bad outings. Before those two outings, all year long, he had only surrendered three total runs. This is a guy who gets at least a strikeout every single outing, You usually two or three strikeouts, like nasty stuff, I get why people dropped him, Colby. Like, the Tigers are not going to give you a ton of save opportunities. But, but, but the team is getting healthier. Like, they're getting better. I don't think that they're going to be on these L10s like they just were. Like, I think they're going to give you enough save opportunities that Alex Lang will have value. So I'm not dropping him yet.
0: No, I mean, you can't drop a guy just for two bad outings. It's a long season, and and he's performed so well this year that you should have more faith in Alex Lang than just dropping him after. I mean, it was really just one bad outing where he gave up four earned. Like, you know, for, for a reliever to give up two earned runs every once in a while, it, it happens to everybody. Yeah. But yeah, he's been dynamite all season long in his last two outings. He hasn't given up, or he gave up one run against Arizona. But yeah, man, I'm not worried at all.
1: The next guy is another guy that I am. I just don't understand why he's being dropped. It's miles Michaelis 4.02 ERA. The K's are down. I guess my thing with him is last year he had a good stretch. And I think people thought he was a different pitcher than he actually is. My, why I don't understand why he's being dropped is because if you drafted him, you should have had the expectation of like, this is what he is. Like, I'm not surprised by his stats at all. Like, kind of a middle-of-the-road slash, you know, number four-ish type numbers. Like, I don't think he's anything special. I don't think he's terrible. I think people drafted him thinking he was going to be better than what he actually is. So I would say, like, if that was your expectation, drop him if there's somebody else on your waiver wire. But I think he's an okay option to just have at the end of your
0: rotation. Yeah, man, I can't really think – Of a reason why you'd want to drop Miles Michaelis, like yeah, he had a blow up start against Cincinnati where he gave up five earned, but outside of that, including that start, his last nine starts, he has a two point four four ERA, a three point oh nine FIP. I mean, this is also a pitcher that goes seven innings, eight innings with regularity. (laughs) Nobody's doing that anymore, and 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 that certainly has value. You know what I mean? What was that, sir? Like, who are you going to be dropping him to pick up?
1: I like, don't I,
0: I don't know. There's so many bad pitchers out there. I know. Maybe Garrett
1: Whitlock. Yeah, and, and as we said before, like, this is ESPN dropped. Like, it's not necessarily, like, who we think, obviously, should be dropped. But a lot of people see, man, should I drop this guy or not? Well, you know, 20% of people in other leagues are dropping him. I guess I will, too. You know what I mean? So, do not drop him. The next guy I know we both don't want to drop is Bryce Miller. He had back-to-back outings of seven and eight runs, and people were like, oh, the rookie's done, like, all gone. Like, he was dropped in, like, 20% of leagues. And um, if he was dropped in your league and somehow is still available, I would be running to pick him up. Um, Comes back with six innings of one hit, one run ball with six strikeouts. We have seen the flashes – Six out of his eight starts have been quality starts. Why are people dropping this guy? In fact, I would even trade for him. That's how confident I am in him.
0: It still does irk me a little bit that he throws his fastball so much. Like, he's throwing it seventy over 70% of the time. Um, so that's a little scary. And just to give some context to his Marlins start, um, it was a great start. But the Marlins don't hit four seam fastballs well. Like if you go by their lineup, four seam fastballs—it's not like, a good thing to not hit well, Cole. It's not a good thing to not hit four seam fastballs well, and they—they they really don't. Um, but agreed, man. It's so unfair to like give up on him after disaster two disaster outings and one of them was against texas and nobody pitches well against texas um so yeah i mean like i'm not giving up on bryce miller anytime soon The stuff is too good despite him throwing so many fastballs that fastball is electric
1: the next guy i think you can drop and a lot of people picked him up it's taylor walls i think a lot of people picked him up because he showed some power early neither one of us when we talked about him last were really like buying into it but he had positional flexibility like I could see why somebody would want him, especially in a deeper league. The past month, he's batting 113, 241, 155. This guy is embarrassing himself out there at the plate. Holy crap, Taylor Walls. I'm dropping him. I didn't pick him up, but if I had him, he's gone. I'm picking up all kinds of players before him right now.
0: Taylor Walls so
1: you never know about his playing time.
0: He might be building some walls soon, man. Like that is really bad. He and and if you go back to May 1st, 156 average. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, this is who he was last year as well. Like that flash of okay, he had a good April where he was hitting the ball in the air and everybody was like, "Oh my god, Taylor Walls." Huh? Eh, I think that's done. We can just move on, I guess, from from
1: Yeah, we don't even have to talk about him. Drop him. Nolan Gorman, before we get into all of his numbers, I think this guy's just going to be a streaky hitter. Like I, I just feel like that's how it's going to be with him. There's going to be times he's going to get out there and hit four home runs in a week. And there's going to be times he puts up months like he has put up here, 198, 271, 395, five home runs. That's good. 38 strikeouts and 86 at-bats. 38 strikeouts. 86 at bats it's really tough to roster a guy like that especially in a points league where you have negative points for strikeouts colby what do you do with nolan gorman
0: i don't know man i like to me if this is a bad month for nolan gorman that i'm like pretty pleased honestly like over the last month yeah you say he has a 228 average six home runs 19 rbis um if that is a bad month for Gorman, that is still serviceable, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. He's still especially if like the power numbers are still there and you know what a good month of Gorman is because he he showed that in the first month. Um, He's still getting on base, still hitting the ball in the air. Like, I don't know if I'd be super like in a in a shallower league. Yeah, you can go ahead and yeah. drop him. But
1: there's there's two things at play here. It depends. This is the type of player that really depends on your league. Like if you're in a points league and you're getting negative 38 points, that is so difficult to roster. Other thing I play is like, do you think the Cardinals are going to bounce back? Do you think that this team will be better? And overall his run production could tick up, you know, playing on good teams matters. The Rangers have a lot of roster players in fantasy baseball because of that. So it kind of just depends on where you sit, but no Nolan Gorman. I'm on the fence. Like I said, league dependent.
0: Now we have streamers to get to wait, but like just to finish up on Gorman for a second, like, I don't know. He's still doing what he did in that first Mm -hmm. month, 47% hard hit rate. The last month, 13% barrel rate, still hitting the ball in the air. Um, And he's sitting third in this order. So like, I'm still in don't hold tight on Gorman. That's my final say. Streamers quickly.
1: Um, mine is Griffin Canning, a guy who I'm actually just a big fan of. And I Uh have no idea why. Listen now, Ad Kaufman going up against the Royals. Yeah. They just lost Vinny. Perez got injured last night. He's kind of like day to day. Like, I don't know what that looks like for Saturday when, when Canning is pitching against them. He's a fine streamer guy. He's the type of guy that can sneak in some strikeouts for you too. I think this is going to be an easy win Five, six innings, two, three runs, seven
0: strikeouts. Let's see it. Griffin Canning and Cal Quantrill give off the same vibes to me. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing necessarily. But, I mean, yeah. Canning might actually be better than Cal. Sorry, Cal. He is. Um, yeah, I don't hate him, man. I looked at this one and I said, yeah, the Royals stink. Vinny P's out. <laughs> like, sure, why not? The Angels probably get a win here. Um, I like it, Clay. I am going... And fading your Cincinnati Reds with J.P. France. I see London. I see J.P. France. I see Ellie De La Cruz's underpants. So, yeah. JP France is the owner of a 3.2 ERA over his last four starts, a 50% ground ball rate. I'd love a good ground ball guy for a streamer. Um, the Astros should pick up a win here. The Cincinnati Reds do not hit righties well. They don't really hit anybody well, but they've been hitting lefties better than righties actually the last month. So um, yeah, give me JP France against the Cincinnati Reds. I would also like to add that I gave out Garrett Whitlock as a streamer and he freaking shoved last night against the Colorado Rockies. Seven innings, seven strikeouts, a one whip, whip, Dominated. I also gave Yanni Torinos. He only went three and two thirds, but didn't give up a run. So I guess no harm, no foul. One last thing that I just thought of Gunnar Henderson
1: was dropped in leagues, was owned in about 50% of leagues. I'm in a 10 man league. I picked him up last week, mostly because I had an injury. I was like, I'm just going to take him and see what happens. He has gone off, man. So my question now is people who have picked up Gunnar Henderson, are you riding it out and just keeping him on your roster or do you sell high? Selling I mean when I say sell high I mean he's had a week that's been on outer a space. A month.
0: A month. A like, month. You want to hear okay. the stats for the last month? Well his his past week he had 4 home runs I think. He, he does have 4 home runs last week and but if you go back a month 321 with 6 home runs, 3 stolen bases a 168 WRC plus. He has been going off. And yes, a lot Great of that man. is due to his last week, but still, man, he is finally turning it on. He's hitting the ball in the air. He's hitting the ball hard. Like, and my question is if you're selling Gunnar Henderson, what do you get?
1: So, personal perspective here, you know, he's on my roster. He's in my utility role right now because I have Bo Bichette and Corey Seeger. So, my question is do I sell him for starting pitching? And that's kind of what I need right now is starting pitching. I love Gunnar Henderson and he's batting in the top of the lineup against righties. Like I love watching that team. I might just keep him because fantasy baseball should be fun as I always say. And like, he's a fun player, but I might flip him and see if I can get a starting pitcher.
0: Who would you go get that, that like, let's think about this for a minute because like, you know, what do you realistically get for a guy like this? Like, Would you give him up for George Kirby, for example? Is that like the George Kirby? Okay, well, you have George Kirby, but like even Logan Gilbert, for example.
1: Yeah, that's like I think that's the
0: type of arm that I would need, though, in return for for Gunnar. I've
1: been eyeing Gilbert. I was trying to get Zach Allen and like throw in Yuri Perez. That was the deal I was working last night when I was told Yuri Perez was getting sent down. Um so, I've tried a few di- di- different things. I haven't looked too deep into it, but I wanted to get your perspective. Like, I think I might just hold Gunnar Henderson for now and wait until my starting pitching gets healthy and see what happens then. There, here's the one thing I'm trying to remind myself because now's the time where a lot of people make trades. They're kind of sick of their team, they want to shake up. That's me. I made two trades last week. Like, trade deadlines far away. Like, I can wait.
0: I don't have to make trades right now. It's, it's a tough one, man. Like I, I, I don't hate it. If you're getting, it has to be somebody of, of that ability though. Like it has to be a top 20 guy. Like it has to be somebody you're very confident that is going to pitch well the rest of the season. Um, Because I have confidence that Gunner's going to continue to rake the rest of the season. And another thing that Gunner has been doing in the last four games is hit lead off. And that has me excited. Yeah. Also this. All week. right,
1: Colby, send the people home.
0: Yeah. Sounds good. Just Fantasy Baseball. That was the show. Hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure you go make your team on SoRare. I'm I'm not even trying to be the guy that's like, go do it, go do it, go do it. But do it. It's so fun. It's so fun. So that's it. Just Fantasy Baseball. Clay and I will be back next episode. it